Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. The Titans have found their offensive-minded coach. Can Brian Callahan get Tennessee where they want to be? Also, is Baker Mayfield really the long-term answer for the Buccaneers? And the Raiders did the right thing. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. The Titans hired a new head coach, and our Locked On Titans host, Tyler Rowland, jumped on live with his listeners to react in real time to the news. The Tennessee Titans not only hired the right coach, but this means that the Titans are truly, truly going into the new era going to the modern era of the NFL. Brian Callahan, former offensive coordinator from the Cincinnati Bengals, former offensive coordinator of the Cincinnati Bengals. Look, guys, I've been talking about Brian Callahan for a few weeks now. As the smoke began to clear, it was obvious that this was the direction the Tennessee Titans were heading. And it makes too much sense. I mean, it it makes so much sense It's hard for me to believe that our Tennessee Titans did it. It makes incredible sense after 25 years to see the team modernize the front off. I mean, we're going to get into the the big picture ramifications at the end of the show. But right now, Brian Callahan, again, I'm throwing the picture back up. That is the man right there. An NFL lifer, ladies and gentlemen. A child who was raised in the NFL. Think about Bain. You were molded by the NFL. Brian Callahan was born in the NFL, molded by it. I mean, whoo, man, what an incredible. So, number one, Brian Callahan, a quarterback guru. He has worked with some of the best quarterbacks that we have seen. Obviously, you know about Joe Burrow, but he also worked with Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning has vouched for this man in a major way. He was the coaching assistant for the Denver Broncos in 2010. He then moved up to an offensive quality control coach, then an offensive assistant, then a quarterback coach with the Detroit Lions. So you go from Peyton Manning to Matthew Stafford. He was a quarterback coach of the Oakland Raiders, so he worked with Derek Carr. But then he became the offensive coordinator for the Cincinnati Bengals in 2019. He has worked with Joe Burrow, developed Joe Burrow, developed the Cincinnati Bengals offense into one of the best offensive systems in the entire NFL. All right? He is a former Super Bowl champion as a member of the Denver Broncos staff. I had somebody ask, what has Brian Callahan ever won? Well, he was on a Super Bowl winning team. So that has to count for something. Not only that, again, He is a child of the NFL. His father, Bill Callahan, is a longtime coach in the NFL. This guy is football. Football runs through his veins, okay? So everybody's worried about losing Mike Rabel because he's a football guy. Brian Callahan is a football man, all right? He is a football man, an NFL man, born and bred by it. So he knows the game. He knows the business. He can relate to the players. He's seen it all. And to finally have a coach after going through Jeff Fisher, 
after going through Mike Munchak, after going through Mike Malarkey, after going through Mike Vrabel, Mike after Mike after Mike, we finally have someone who is a passing game specialist, who is a quarterback whisperer, who can develop William Donovan Levis into the player that he has to be. This is phenomenal. This is incredible. Callahan, and some people ask the question, he didn't call plays. Is that a worry? He didn't call plays. I'm going to find the quote and have it ready for you tomorrow when we continue breaking this down. But Zach Taylor said it himself. I am not worried about Brian Callahan not calling plays because we built this offense together. We built the game plan. Callahan installed it for me. Every play call that Zach Taylor ever called, he has discussed intimately with Brian Callahan. Brian Callahan knows exactly how to call plays. I am not worried about that one bit. Okay? So, you have a quarterback guru who is a passing game specialist who can take this offense into the modern NFL, who is an NFL child born and raised in the business, who has the ability to build an offense from the ground up. I, I can't believe it. I am beside myself with happiness. Stay up to date all year on the Tennessee Titans by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Titans on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, Baker Mayfield had a decent season, but does that make him the long-term answer in Tampa? Before we answer that, a scoring record set by Wilt Chamberlain was broken last night. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game Time has plenty of last-minute tickets to your favorite team. They also make it easy to get in the gate with flash deals and zone deals. Game Time makes it easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. They've got views from all seats in the venue. Game Time has the lowest price guaranteed. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Right now, all Game Time users get $100 off a big game ticket with code VEGAS100. Terms apply. Just download the Game Time app and use code VEGAS100 for $100 off a ticket to the big game. Or if you're not going to the game, Use code locked on for $20 off your first purchase. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, the lowest price guaranteed. Locked on has launched the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked on sports today is here for you 24 7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The Sixers beat the Spurs 133-123 thanks to 70 from Joel Embiid. You heard me, 70. That surpasses the 68 points that Wilt Chamberlain once scored in a single game to set the Philly franchise record. On the time that it kind of hit me, I thought was the start of the third. That he, I think he had a, a bucket and an and one like in the first minute. And I was like, wait a minute, he's already got like 30, whatever, seven, eight, something like that. And I was like, geez, that's a lot with a whole half to go. Right? It even seemed like, you know, he already had 32 at the half, 32, 34 at the half. So he's already at 39 and we just started a minute in. So then I was like, this is going to be a big, probably be a big number tonight. Yeah. Speaking of scoring an absolute ton of points, Carl Anthony Towns tried to match Embiid's number. He came up slightly short. 62. That effort came in a loss, though, as the Hornets stung the Wolves. It's just not every night you get to sit back 
and watch someone put up 62 points. That's exactly what we got from Carl Anthony Towns tonight. That dude was a one-man wrecking crew. He couldn't miss early on. 44 at halftime. Dude started out 14 of 16 from the floor, 8 of 8 from 3. Target center was absolutely rocking tonight. But as fun as that was to watch, they end up letting the Hornets back into this one. Despite winning the battle, they lose the war. Something Jim Pete on the broadcast kept talking about in that second half. They lose 128-125, drop their second game in a row. The 49ers got some good news on Debo Samuel. Coach Kyle Shanahan said Monday afternoon that imaging did not show another break in Samuel's shoulder, which at least leaves the door open for him to return against the Lions for the NFC Championship game. Samuel suffered that injury midway through the first quarter of Saturday's divisional round game against the Green Bay Packers. Samuel missed two games and the bye week with a microfracture in his left shoulder earlier this season. Carolina Panthers completed the first step in their rebuilding process by promoting Dan Morgan to president of football operations. If that name sounds familiar, it's because he spent seven seasons as a linebacker for the Panthers after being selected in the first round of the 2001 NFL Draft. Morgan was the assistant GM under Scott Fitterer, who was fired after the Panthers went 2-15 last season. The Panthers had an in-person interview with their current defensive coordinator, Ejiro Evero, and have Tampa Bay coordinator Dave Canales and L.A. coach Raheem Morris scheduled for head coaching interviews this week. And Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh could have a new home soon. He's expected to meet with the L.A. Chargers this week for a second interview to be their next head coach. Harbaugh and the Chargers have been linked since owner Dean Spanos fired former coach Brandon Staley and general manager Tom Telesco in mid-December. Harbaugh played quarterback for 14 years in the NFL, spending his final two seasons with the Chargers back when they were in San Diego. The Atlanta Falcons are also scheduling a second interview with Harbaugh, though remember, they also have Bill Belichick in their sights. Is another story you need to know. If you had told most Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans before the season that they would be in a one possession game in the divisional round of the playoffs and Baker Mayfield would look like uh, the best quarterback they've had since Tom Brady, they'd probably have said, we'll take it. But now when you're in that moment and you experience the loss as they did on Sunday, a 31 to 23 loss in a raucous atmosphere in Detroit, it's still going to hurt. James Yarko from Locked on Bucks joins me now and and man, this is one of those games that, that there were times, there were opportunities for them to have, and they ultimately fall short. How does the way the season ends inform how you see this team moving forward? I think there's a lot to build on, honestly. And a lot of the guys in the locker room after the game felt the same way. And, and they were talking about how they overcame a lot of adversity and how they silenced a lot of doubters, you know, people in the national media and, and people before the season talking about how they were in the running for Caleb Williams this year after the signing of Baker Mayfield. And they were going to be in contention for that number one pick. And all of a sudden they win the division for the third straight year. They get to the divisional round by trouncing the defending NFC champions. And those guys were, they were disappointed but not defeated in that locker room. And let me tell you, the amount of love that those players have, especially the offensive players for Baker Mayfield, tells me that he is going to be the guy next year. Yeah, and I think that is going to be the question for this franchise moving forward. Not just, is he going to be the guy next year? It seems obvious he's going to be the guy next year. The question is, to what degree do you commit to him 
moving forward. And, and they're going to have to parse how much of that was. You got Chris Godwin, you got Mike Evans, you got Dave Canales, who's interviewing for head coaching jobs. How does, if Dave Canales leave, inform what they want to do here? What, what level of faith do you think this team has in Baker Mayfield right now? If like, you know, 10 is Patrick Mahomes and zero is Josh Rosen. I think they're sitting at a solid eight and a half, nine. Mm. They, they believe in Baker and, and they rallied around him. And, you know, the, the franchise from the ownership down to, you know, just your basic kitchen workers absolutely love this guy. And so you, you did bring up a, a great point in Dave Canales. He's interviewing for head coaching jobs. And I love Dave. I love the growth that we've seen from him this year as an offensive coordinator, as a play caller. I don't think he's ready for a head coaching job. And that was something else that, that the guys in the locker room were talking about was they'll be really excited for Dave Canales if he gets a head coaching job, but selfishly, they all want him to stay. They all want to keep this thing going. And build on what they did this year and Baker Mayfield's a guy who's never had the same offensive coordinator two years in a row I mean shoot he's really never had the same head coach so yeah this is a, an opportunity for the Bucks to take what they did and and build on it and bring all these pieces back Baker went to bat and said that if he comes back Mike better be there and Todd Bowles said he doesn't even want to think about Mike Evans wearing a different uniform. Dave Canales feels the same way. They want Mike Evans back. They want Baker Mayfield back because they know what they're capable of, especially with another year to build off of what they've done. Another year under the belt of Dave Canales as he really hit his stride in the second half of the season as a play caller. And, and those aren't the only guys who have decisions that the team is going to have to make on. Lamonte David is an unrestricted free agent. Devin White, Antoine Winfield Jr., unrestricted free agents as well. How different might this team look next year, James? I think Devin White's gone. I, I think we've seen the end of Devin White in, in Tampa, and the fans are kind of over it, to be honest. It, it's been a lot of thanks for the Super Bowl run, but best of luck in your future endeavors. And it was a, a situation where he kind of wore out his welcome. I've said on Locked on Bucks a couple of times, he's a flashier version of Quan Alexander, and that's not really the player that you want, especially using that high draft capital uh, that they did back when he came out in the draft. So Levante David, that's going to be more of a Levante decision than a Bucks decision. They want him back. Todd Bowles said that he's one of his favorite players that he's ever coached, but he's been in the league since 2012. He might be ready to hang it up, or he could be looking at this team and saying, you know what? We were close. We can do this again. I'm going to come back for another year. But the emergence of KJ Britt at that inside linebacker spot, uh, the Bucks are not going to shell out $20 million a year for Devin White, which is what he wants, because they have to pay the best safety in the NFL and Antoine Woodfield Jr. I don't think he's going anywhere. So I, I would think that the priority of the Buccaneers is you have to get it. it you can put these in any order you want. Baker Mayfield, Mike Evans, uh, Antoine Woodfield Jr. Those guys are the top of the list. Get those guys locked up and then let the rest of the chips fall where they may. Stay up to date, all gear on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Bucks on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, the Raiders made the right choice with Antonio Pierce. The NFL playoffs rage on, and now is the perfect time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, what are you waiting for? 
The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, teasers, and more. There's also weekly promos and boosts to give you plenty of opportunities to increase your payout. FanDuel has a prop bet that combines the rushing yards for Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. If the two combine for 100 or more rushing yards, you win. FanDuel has the odds on that at plus 115. They think there's going to be plenty of rushing in this one. You can also combine bets for a bigger payout. Same game parlays are a great way to enjoy watching sports. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and do the NFL season right. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. The Raiders have been known to make weird decisions with their head coaching position over the last few years, really all of the years. So when they announced Antonio Pierce as the new head coach, Locked on Raiders host, your boy Q, was happy to celebrate it. Well, the way that my phone is still going off, I, obviously it's a, it's a really big deal, man. Raider Nation's fired up. Uh, Antonio Pierce brought a lot of energy and excitement and really brought the fan base. Like, I want to start with the fans, really mm-hmm. brought them back into the mix when it comes to the silver and black. They were in a real dark area under Josh McDaniels. And, you know, being around the team, being around the locker room, being around the facility, I didn't really realize how dark it was until Antonio Pierce was named the interim head coach on November 1st. And then all of a sudden it's like the cloud went away and it was the, the brightest, you know, spring day and everything is out. It's great. And there's a lot of fun and excitement and juice. And he did that for the locker room. So if he could do that for the fan base, think about the locker room. And it just was, it was like night and day. And you saw the effort out there on the field was a lot more than it was before. You saw the guys were having fun. You saw smiles on their face. You saw wins, you saw plays being made and, Look, they missed the playoffs, but they had that. What I say is that kind of Lions Dan Campbell feel at the end of last season where mm-hmm. they didn't make the playoffs, but there was some hope there. Antonio Pierce provided hope. And now that it's become official that he is now the head coach, not the interim head coach, now the fan base has that hope as well. Remember, this was the team just a few years ago that wanted interim head coach Rich Bisaccia to get the head coaching job. They are hungry, desperate for a true leader. Clearly, Josh McDaniels was not that. And before him, John Gruden was not that. Antonio Pierce resonated with this team because he was a leader. Now, can he be more than that? Can he actually translate the leadership into X's and O's success on the field? That's the next step. But as we've seen with Dan Campbell right now in Detroit, setting a culture, being a leader, creating a vibe in a building, to have structure is vital to trying to rebuild a franchise that has not really been relevant in decades. I don't know if Antonio Pierce is going to be a good head coach, but he's done the first part right. When your best player on defense, Max Crosby, reportedly would want to be traded if you didn't make Antonio Pierce the next head coach. That tells you everything you want, you need to know and want to know about what's going on in that locker room. He has that locker room, and that matters a lot, especially for a franchise like the Raiders. And finally, the same two teams remain at the top of the AP25 men's college basketball poll amid another week of upheaval with teams bouncing around like kernels in a popcorn maker. Hmm, popcorn. Reigning national champion UConn remained number one, receiving 44 first-place votes. From a 61-person media panel, number two, Purdue got 17. A loss by Kansas jumbled the rest of the top five with number three, UNC, number four, Houston, and number five, Tennessee, all moving up a spot by sweeping two games each last week. This is going to keep popping all season long. That's the fun of it. 
Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports Today, we look at why Lamar Jackson doesn't have to be a hero to beat Patrick Mahomes. So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports Today.